You are welcome to the Niger Filmmaker, a podcast about Nigerian filmmakers, their films, and how we can build a diverse and functional industry. I'm your host, Selegot. On this episode, my guest is Ronya Mann. She's an actress, acting coach, director, and producer. Since moving to Nigeria in 2015, she has been very active on the theatre scene and has also featured in Nollywood films such as Omogeto de Saga and Rattlesnake. We talk about what she's producing, intimacy on screen, and stories she likes to tell. If you're a new listener, you're welcome and I hope you enjoy. What's one um, film or TV show that you always love to um, watch it over and over again? What's that film or TV series for you? Um, I can't think of any one film or series I watched again except for Bridgerton. Yeah. Um, so I'm a very big romantic. <laughs> I'm a very romantic person. Maybe that's one of the three things that people don't know about me. Yeah. I'm very romantic. <laughs> And I love to watch anything romance that is done very well, especially British TV. I love British TV. Yeah. Um, above all. Um, <clears throat> but I love, there are certain scenes that I, that I would watch again and again. Certain actors that I would watch again and again. I love to watch the little nuances of, of reactions. Yeah. Just before they say a lot. Before they say um, yeah, that, that would be certain actors, Meryl Streep, um, my first go-to, uh, Bridgerton, um, uh, 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 Maggie Smith, yeah, yeah, like that. Okay. Marvel. I can watch Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, some of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I would fast forward the, the action film. Hey, okay, I get the action. It depends, you know. Sometimes I would look at the action scene again just because I want to, to see it from a director or a producer point of view, you know, a cinematographer point of view. Like yeah. How do I get that together again? Yeah. How can directors, producers safeguard actors where um, there's, you know, intimacy on screen? Again, if you look at uh, Hollywood, in Europe and in Israel nowadays, they have intimacy choreographers on set to choreograph those scenes. I, I recently read an interview by an Israeli actress who mentioned how difficult it was for her when she was younger and she would have to do intimacy scenes. Um, so recently she, um, I wish I remembered the full name of the film, she recently directed a film yeah. that she wrote, um, and there were intimacy scenes in there, and she brought an intimacy coach or choreographer to do them, and how safe she felt in those scenes compared to her experience way back. and. How it turned out so good, so well. Um, I think <clears throat> I don't know if you heard of that uh, film sequel trilogy, whatever, Fifty Shades of Grey, based on on the book. Again and again, they had intimacy 
coaches, or choreographers working on those scenes, <clears throat> very graphic scenes. Um, to be able to safeguard the, the relationship between the actors. And I think it's very important to have two actors that are very, very comfortable with each other yeah. to do those scenes and to establish between them a great uh, relationship of respect huh. to one another. When you have two actors that feel safe and respectful uh, to one another, then it's very easy to create an intimacy scene that is believable while still protecting your actors, yeah. even if it's a rape scene. Because, because ultimately you have to let them safe. Safe is like the, the biggest word here, I think. You have to let the actor feel safe enough because the actor has to let go, let go off uh, of their guard, yeah. you know, and to be able to, to be genuine in that scene and to be really giving away that feeling of, of, of longing or of desire or of um, passion without feeling like somebody's going to take advantage of yeah. it. Okay, so let's talk about your direction and producing. What kind of stories do you like to tell? Oh, um... <clears throat> As a director, I'm very critical of, of, of the scripts I read. Yeah. I like the story to be very, to be told very precisely, yeah. clean. Not, um, I don't like it to drag. I don't like dialogues that are repetitive too much. You know, like okay, especially as a producer. Yeah. I'm like, cut this out. We don't. This. Cut this out. We don't need this. You know, I'm thinking, I'm thinking uh, efficiently, nation-wise, yeah. uh, um, time-wise, uh, money-wise. <laughs> we don't need this. Cut it out. I think I was taught to do that when I was working on uh, Iroko TV, or was it the actor magical? Oh. I can't remember one of those. And um, we didn't have time. We had two days to shoot sixty scenes or something. Wow. So okay, we don't need. This. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut this out. So nowadays, I look for stories that are very precise, yeah, real well written. Like everything, somebody who wrote this, um, one of the playwrights was it? Uh, the playwright he no Chekhov. Yeah, said that if there is a gun in this in the, in Act Two on stage for some reason. That means there should be a, re, a reappearance of that gun in Act 5. Like, it's going to be used in Act 5. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The same for script. If you're putting in your script, in your in your description, you know, just descriptive, that the, the, the room has these things in it, or the actor or the character is holding this, 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 in this scene, yeah, there should be a reason for it, and should be a reason for it. And if she doesn't use it in this scene, she'll be using it in the next scene or or somewhere down the storyline. Yeah, but there's a reason for it, and I think that's not that 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 state of that train of thought follows me through 
both as a director and as an actor or an acting coach. I remember recently I worked, I, I did masterclass and I, I taught them through a scene from The Lost of Koji. Have you seen that film? Yeah, I've seen it. Great film. Yes. And in the scene, it says that the actor, character of the husband is watching a documentary about a caterpillar um, uh, in a cocoon. There's a reason why he wrote exactly specifically why he's watching a documentary about a caterpillar in a cocoon. He could have watched a documentary about a hiker. Watch a documentary about a river, about elephants in, 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 in the savannah, you know? No, he said a caterpillar in a cocoon. Now, what is the association we have with a caterpillar in a cocoon? Something very slow, very And that's the mindset the character has. So, do you understand? It informs about your character. Yeah. So, and for you said, what do you, what do we, what do you look at? What's the process you, you go through when you're on your questions? And I said, I look at props because those little things inform me a lot about how good is this story thought through, how much the characters are thought through. You get? Yeah, um, I'm sure this approach also um, works when you're coaching an actor exactly yeah do you work with them on a project basis or um more of like just coaching them how do you work with actors no i know it's different it differs some a lot of actors come to me for specific roles yeah and i coach them on the role whether it's before the audition or whether it's after they've gotten the role already and they just want you know, some guidelines on how to approach the scene, specific scene, or, or the character as a whole. And, and so if it's not, what I was going to say before is, if it's not written in the script, I will look, I will tell them to look for a prop that would distinguish your character. Huh. Something that, that will tell you, okay, this, this, is, this is, you know, if, if, you, if you yourself, Look around your room. Yeah. I'm sure you'll find an object that only you have, nobody else has. Yeah. It's yours. And that's something that is that distinguishes you as a person from other people. It's it's you, you know? Uh -huh. So so that's that's something that um I use in my coaching. Um, I think lately I was I've been doing more of that of, of coaching for specific roles than of general master classes. Yeah. Mostly because of COVID. Um, and I think the last I don't think I can tell you that the last uh, master class I did in Africa, 2021. Yeah. Kind of renewed my reminded me of my passion to to teach big groups of, of, of people not just one-on-one uh, -on -one. yeah and that is why i started i, I did the masterclass in december and i'll probably start doing more next year if anybody's interested they should be following my instagram page for more um, for when's the next masterclass okay so um do you just do it in lagos or you move around the country no my, my personal masterclasses are in lagos i have a studio in vi yeah where i do them 
Uh, I also do some online. So a lot of people, especially with one-on-one coaching, they come online and then you can be wherever you want to be. Especially because a lot of actors, you know, they're doing they're on set and they don't have time to start moving around the community or shoot is happening somewhere else. Yeah. And they want, you know, they want to work on that scene. So we do it online. It's very helpful. Um, I am due to coach in a, in a boot camp that's supposed to be taking place in Ocean State. Okay. Um, it was supposed to take place last year. Um, but um, some things happened and they moved it to this year. So, and I did do a master class in Ibadan last year as well, together with Sheikh Narizeh. Yeah. We did a master class in Ibadan. It was very successful. So, and, and we're looking to do more in Ibadan. Really. So, that's the plan. Okay. Nice. So, um, for actors to improve their crafts, I think um, they need to enrich their lives as human beings because it's their experience of life that informs some of the things they do. What are other ways that they can um, yeah, improve their crafts? Other ways other than life experiences, you mean? Yeah, other than life experiences. Uh, acting classes. I think uh, acting classes are let me tell you from my personal experience. I have joined, about two, three years ago, I joined a drama club. And we do scenes every month. Yeah. And we have a deadline. We submit them. I mean, I haven't done them in a while now because I'm so busy with other projects. But. Yeah. Uh, but for, for a long time, I used to do them every, every month. And I actually just returned to the club this month. Yeah. I just missed it. It's so much fun. And, and, and we critique each other. Yeah. And we help each other. And we read with each other. And we work with each other. And we do professional scenes, professional works that have been out there. Films and, and plays. We read plays. Play reads are, are, are amazing. I actually did a few play reads in Lagos uh, before COVID started, yeah. and it was really cool. Basically, working on, on professional scripts, just do work, 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 do the work, you know, analyze them, video yourselves, monologues, scenes, read with other actors. Um, I mean, that's what I do in my, in my master classes. I just make them practice and practice and practice. and, and, and you can't be an actor from just listening and watching and listening. Yeah. You have to actually do the work. Okay. It's like, to me, to me, it's a muscle. Yeah. Okay? Memorizing lines is a muscle. Uh, uh, bringing your emotions, surfacing your emotions on a, on a snap of a finger is a muscle. Yeah. That you need to, act to, to, to practice. Yeah. To train. Constantly. Okay. Um, some actors, their only public profile is on Instagram. Um, What do you think about that? Is that like um, the smartest way to stay visible? I think it works for for Nollywood. It works. Um, For Nollywood, I think I've, I've, I've seen producers just go online and look for um your Instagram profile, look at your pictures, if you've done any monologues on Instagram, they look at it, yes, it works. 
Yes, even if I'm casting someone, they'd be like, can you send me their picture? And I'll be like, just look at their Instagram profile, and they look. And so that's why it's very important on your Instagram profile to have not just pictures of you in a head, in a, in a photo shoot, all dressed up and made up and all that, yeah. but also have neutral photos of you. Just you being you, you know, not looking 10 years older. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what, but what are some other ways to, you know, um, stay visible, to maximize that? Go to film festivals. Okay. Go to, um, go to film festivals, uh, um, engage with producers online, but this is very tricky. Never engage. Oh, come see my monologue. Oh, I did a monologue. Can you watch it? Oh, huh. People are busy. Yeah. They're not just going to watch a monologue for no reason. Especially if it's three minutes long. Or anything that's more than 30 seconds. Unless they're looking for something specific. Yeah. The, if you're engaging with them, it would probably be more of a work that they've done mm. and you know you want to comment on that say something like I've seen the last film you produced it's amazing uh, um, or I really liked this character don't say it's amazing that's just flattery mm. be genuine professional be yeah. concise yeah. no of course you're genuine you like you liked it it was amazing I, I believe you but there's this character in your film that is doing this this and this I have a question about it, or I think if you have any more roles like that, I think I can fit this role. Please, this is like a snippet of me doing this character. Yeah. Now, if I'm looking for that character, I would look at it. If I'm not looking at it, I would not look at it. Don't blame me. Try again next time. Yeah. Or if you've done something incredible, like you just shot a film and you have a professional clip of that work that you want to send to me because you know that I'm working on something that is similar or because it's similar to other works that I've done as a producer or a director. Mm. And you're like, can you please have a look at it? You maybe, you know, if, if you're looking for your next film, this is what I've done. It shouldn't be more than 30 seconds, 60 seconds long. Yeah. Shouldn't. I've, I've just recently done this. It's similar to other works that you've done. If you wanna, you know, if you're looking for something, please have a look. It's 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 this this it's 35 seconds long. Yeah. Yeah, I'll look at it. Yes. Yeah. But you know, people are sending me scripts. I I I have a 200 page script I need to read for a role I'm supposed to play, and another person is sending me a script that he wants me to produce for them, and and I'm already working on two other productions, so. I don't have time. I'm really sorry, but I, I tried. But you know, it's like send me a synopsis. I will send not just me, them, yeah, producers. Send a synopsis, something that will trigger them, something visual that will trigger them. Uh. And of course, there's a time and space for everything. Film festivals are designated for that, for people to come and push new projects. Onto the table. 
That's what film. They're markets. It's like go to the market. The market has a time and a space. And if you start approaching, and this is true for anywhere in the world, and this is based on on conversations I have heard by by producers, casting directors, uh, agents, all across the world. If you if you start using the contact details of a person in this way, when I said just pushing scripts at them, could you please help me? I want to become an actor. I get that a lot on my DMs, and I read all my DMs. Could you please help me? I want to be an actor. I'm, I'm really passionate about it. How can you help me? I don't know how I can help you. I don't know. I don't know what you have, who you are. Come, let me see you. Let me meet you. You know, but you have to make an effort. You have to do something for that. Yeah. You know, and so if you start just using their content details randomly like that, you they, they'll they'll block you because you're invading their personal time and space with without a, a, a concise purpose that they can see. It, it, it's not working for your benefit. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, so like notable films are reaching much um, bigger audiences. And um, you're pretty much, you know, part and parcel of Nollywood at this point. What are some of the roles you are um, like looking forward to, you know, to doing in, in Nollywood? What are the roles I'm looking for to do in Nollywood? Yeah. Um, Hmm. So, first and foremost, this is a little secret I'm telling you. Okay. I'm working on a co-production. Yeah. I'm working on a co-production. I'm happy to say that I sit now, in a, after being in many film festivals, um, not just in Nigeria, meeting um, Meeting, meeting uh, producers and directors from the world. I'm, I'm sitting on a, in, a, in a position where I can put together and bring together professionals. Yeah. So right now I'm working on a co-production, a collaboration with the film industry in the Caribbeans. Okay. And um, of course my, my role as co-producer in the Real Time Film Festival. I'm also looking for more roles as an actress on an action film, yeah. <laughs> hopefully. <laughs> yes, um, in an action film. I'm, 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 I would love to break away from that stereotype uh, MAGA or, you know, white mother, white yeah. wife. Yeah. I know that those are the those are great roles. Sometimes there's a beautiful sitcom that um, that has been sitting there on the shelf for two years. Someone is trying to push and supposed to play there as the white wife, and I really hope it will actually come to life this year. Yeah, it's an amazing, amazing concept. Um, I've been try I tried to push it myself at a time, um, but then COVID hit, so things were kind of you know, everything paused back then, as you know. So now things are coming back to life. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Action, sitcom, the co-productions, 
my my role in 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 creating more collaborations for this industry. Yeah. As a producer, as a as a as a, as a creator. So in my role as co-producer of Rotary Film Festival, I've been creating. I've been working on this for a few years now, creating platforms for international training and international collaborations yeah. with Hollywood filmmakers. And so this year, it's actually starting to get substantial. Um, um, Pick up steam momentum, yeah. Yes, okay. Okay, um, yeah, the industry is growing, and um, for us to build our systems in a better way, like what is something that you think we should be focusing on as an industry to improve? Um, for me, there are. Well, it's very. I think it's it's a little bit individual. I mean, the industry is improving already. Mm. Production value is improving. Um, uh, uh, people are more are more. The, the, the exposure is improving. You know, we're getting more and more exposure for for uh, um, productions and stories out in the world. Yeah, I think people want to improve on their. Uh, productions in terms of, of editing and sound editing and, and, and editing in, in general, but unfortunately, you see a lot of those productions doing their editing outside of the country because of that yeah. need. And so, I would hope that we would find that talent within Nigeria in the near future. Good editing studios. Yeah. Um, and sound engineering and stuff like that. Um, I know that the industry is looking for better VFX studios. Yeah. And so I've been trying to bring in training for VFX and for sound in RTF. Yeah. Hopefully that will, that will take uh, place. Okay. Um, and I still think, I know we have great storytelling. Remember what I said about the type of scripts I look for, the type of stories I look for? I'm very meticulous on details. Yeah. And so I, I think that this is something we can still learn more on how to do better. Yeah. In Hollywood. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And more action films. Okay, yeah, more action films. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm so looking forward to that too. Yeah. So I'm um, with Real Time Film Festival. Can I just um, talk a little bit about it? Like, um, is it just a festival that has screenings? What are the other components to the festival? The Real Time Film Festival this year is exciting. They're going to be in Benin. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to take place in Benin. Um, we have been doing hybrid sessions uh, in 2021. We did an online, complete online session in 2022 that was massively successful. We had half a million views. It was incredible. Uh, yeah. Half a million subscribers went on the platform. Uh, and so the hybrid session was also very successful. Um, it always have films for over 30 countries worldwide. So 
I'm 2022 will, will probably um, the same in that, in that sense. Yeah. Um, but I know that the live screenings will take place in Benin and some of the live trainings in Benin because um, Stanley Akari, who's the founder and director, artistic director of the festival, has just returned from Benin and with great stories about the, 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 the creative hub they have there. Yeah. Obviously, we'll have um, international uh, theaters like we always do. Yeah. And. Um, I said, bringing more international collaborations and creating those platforms for filmmakers to yeah. do productions with international companies abroad, both abroad and in Nigeria. That's what we're working on. That's what we're working on at the moment. Yeah. yeah fingers crossed. Yeah. In fact, I'm working on. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can tell you this. I think it's safe to, to tell you this now. I've been working. Um, since uh, last year, on a that there there will be a, a day of introducing a specific international industry to Nollywood and creating the infrastructure for to start those collaborations of both shooting there and then coming to shoot here, funding. From that country into this country yeah. for film projects. Yes. Okay. So that is something that I've been working on. Will be re revealed sometime in the middle of this year, even before the actual edition of the RTF under the RTF. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. what would you say? <laughs> what would you say has been your happiest Nollywood moment so far? Oh wow! Ha! Many, the one that really took me by surprise, and I think I remember myself like, ah, was when um, I found out I was nominated for Most Outstanding Actress by the Abuja Film Festival in 2019. Yeah. For my role in Trump, that was a film that that we made and was screened in Cannes 2019. Yeah. I actually went to Cannes for that film. Yeah. That was a that was another happy moment, you know, going to Khan as an Hollywood actress and, yeah. and representing and, and doing film with Khan. That was amazing. But then coming back and a few months later, that that second I was like, what? And yeah. I got it on WhatsApp. I was like, what? Yeah, congrats. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Fidelis and Abuja Film Festival for yeah. that. That was very exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um, so how can people keep up with what you do? Do you have website? Do you have social media? Of course, I have so on uh, on Instagram it's Ronya Man Arts. Just click Ronya R O N Y A and it'll pop up. Um, I usually put on acting tips, acting quotes, um, my works there. Um, anything that can help um, actors, young actors, and, and you know, I, I even had this whole session about for, for young producers, yeah. you have to scroll down, 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 down in the page to find it. Um, and I always love to interact with my audience on DM and if you have any questions, ask me. If you have any topics that you want me to talk about, ask me. I would love to make videos and talk about them. Um, my, I think my email is there as well. So. Yeah, email and Instagram are my best go-to's. Facebook as well, Ronnie Man on Facebook. 
Twitter, I don't go to that much. Yeah. Okay, is there any other thing you'd like to mention? I'm just very, very proud to be part of Bollywood. Yeah. Um, I'm very happy and proud to, to be a vessel of bringing Nollywood out to the world. Hmm. Um, and, and yeah, bridging. So, so while working on my current co-production, I found out that, and even before, even when I did, I did a stage dance show in 2017 that depicted um, the Yoruba culture and the history of Lagos through yeah. five acts of dance and costumes. Yeah. Like, I can't remember, 50-something costumes and 11 dancers. And, and so <clears throat> it became, that show was an eye-opener for a lot of expatriates into the Nigerian culture. Huh. It's depth and it's richness. And I realized that my talents are all given to me as tools to create a bridge between worlds and communities. Yeah. And so, <clears throat> because everything I do, even when I did a play read, I brought a play read of um, our son, the minister, I think it was, to, to Alias Francaise. Yeah. Alias Francaise rarely puts on Nigerian plays on the stage. And they, they, they loved it, you know? So I found that wherever I go, I bring, I bridge communities through my art. Yeah. And I bridge worlds of, of, of art. And, and I'm happy to be that vessel in Hollywood. I'm very happy and proud to be that vessel in Hollywood. It's been doing great things. Yeah. And I think I would like to say one more thing. I'd like to thank, yes, I would like to say a big thank you to all the people in Hollywood that have embraced me that have helped me to to become what I am in Nollywood, that have given me the opportunities that they have. Um, I'm very, very grateful. Yeah. I'm also glad to have you and, you know, have that um, shared experience. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you. Thank you. But I want to say something like in pigeon okay <laughs> all right um ah it doesn't come to me like that it has to be in the middle of it like in a conversation yeah <laughs> hit us with your first pigeon phrase no it's like it's not it's not straight it'll be like that now you have to like uh Ask me this, we talk about this, and I can answer. Like how you enjoy Nigeria, you don't travel around the country. Yes, no, I don't travel. I um Where you don't go? I don't travel now. I be I, I don't go Anambra, Anambra State, Oyo State, Oshinoshoko Festival, all these places. Okay, when when you they come Abuja? I don't come Abuja now. Okay. How you see them? How the yes. roads? Very, no traffic. Very, very beautiful. No traffic. Clean air. No gutter. Scatter like that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> beautiful mountains. I see them. 
You don't you don't, don't you don't care. travel. You'll be in Nigeria now. Correct one. I don't travel. Yes. Okay. Now I'm leaving Nigeria now. <laughs> now all of us get that. I I didn't try so slow. Yeah. Okay, thanks, Ranya. Yeah, it was nice having you on the podcast. Thank you. Alright. Bye. Bye. We have come to the end of this episode. Remember to rate and review the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Selegal Film and the podcast at the Niger Film Pod to share your feedback. You can now support the podcast by visiting the website to donate. See you on the next episode. Have a good one.